Welcome to the Small Scale Life Podcast. This is the Small Scale Life Podcast, and I'm your host, Tom Dommers. This is Season 2, Episode 11, and in this episode, I talk about some big changes that are happening here at Small Scale Life. About a month ago, we had to radically adjust our game plan and timetable, and that sent us scurrying and packing, literally. Uh, there's been some changes, big changes here already, so it's time to let you know what's going on behind the curtain, behind the smoke and behind the curtain, and update you on what's happening here at Small Scale Life. In case you're new to Small Scale Life, this is a blog and podcast dedicated to developing a sustainable life through gardening, healthy living, frugal living, and having adventures along the way. At Small Scale Life, we're always dedicated to learning, doing, and growing. Before we begin the podcast, let's hear from some friends of Small Scale Life. Local blogger, podcaster, and author Aaron Clary has published a new book called Poor Richard's Retirement, Retirement for Everyday Americans. Make retirement infinitely easier and life happier by Poor Richard's Retirement today to learn more. Nobody in America has saved enough for retirement until now. And uh, I'm going to take a look at this book. Aaron is sending me a copy, and I'll provide a book review for this. Uh, according to Aaron, it is all about retiring with minimalism. So this will be really an interesting read. So stay tuned, everybody. I'll have more on Poor Richard's Retirement, Retirement for Everyday Americans. Hey, everybody. Just wanted to remind you about the Small Scale Life Facebook group. This group will give you a backstage pass and access to other members of the Small Scale Life community. We'll discuss gardening, healthy lifestyle, frugal living, and having adventures along the way. This is also your chance to see what's coming up on Small Scale Life. See some content not shared on the blog and ask questions of future guests. Join Small Scale Life's Facebook group today. Hey everybody, the weather's getting warmer and it's time to start thinking about planting fruit trees. If you're thinking about planting American elderberry, American plum, Bartlett pears, black locust, or even something like Comfrey Bocking 14 or Comfrey Bocking 4, you really need to check out Greg Burns' site and store at naturesimagefarm.com. Use a code SSL for 10% off all nursery stock plus free shipping. Check out Greg's site at naturesimagefarm.com today. Well, like it or not, here we come, literally and figuratively. Well, um, you probably noticed some changes around here lately, mainly with um, my posting frequency and, and some things here at Small Scale Life, such as uh, activity on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, uh, the podcast and blog. There's been some gaps. There's been some downtime. There's been some quiet for me and maybe Maybe you like that. Maybe you don't. Hopefully you don't like that. That means I'm not doing a good job, right? Um, but a keen observer would notice some things that are pretty different. And uh, we went pretty silent for a couple weeks. Uh, there weren't any videos. There weren't, wasn't any pictures of the seedlings or the garden. There haven't been for a while, haven't, has there? Um, and there's really been uh, no discussion, no updates of the 2017 gardening campaign. There is a reason for that. So it's time to fess up. It's time to come clean with all of you because you guys deserve to know what in the heck is happening um, in real time and what's going on behind the scenes. If you are a member of the Small Scale Life Facebook group, uh, you already know what's going on. So you should join up today. I mean, shameless plug. You should join up with the Small Scale Life Facebook group. I manage that. Uh, Julie and I manage that. And uh, you do get a, some behind the scenes information and stuff that uh, that you don't normally 
get on the blog or on the main uh, Small Scale Life page or, or even some of the Facebook groups that I manage. So let's tell a little story. Let's let's walk back in time a little bit, start up the old time machine and go back about a month. Um, and Julie and I were operating under the, the normal assumptions that uh, we knew that our lease was ending. And we figured... Uh, you know, we signed the lease in July about five years ago, and we figured that uh, that we would continue that lease until September 30th. And that's a that's an assumption that we would be on a month to month lease situation. Um, at that point, the plan was to move in with Julie's dad uh, and and Danny would uh, Ryan would be in college um, and then Danny would be on his own and going to a new place to live. That was the plan we've been operating on for the past, oh gosh, nine months or so, eight months maybe, oh, maybe six, somewhere in there, six to nine months. Uh, it was pretty solid and it all hinged on one major but minor one major detail one major detail uh our lease expires on july 15th and we would renew that on a month-to-month basis for about two months or, or three months until the end of september uh we made that assumption based on our lease renewals for the past couple of years where we've always had an option to go 12 months six months or a month-to-month lease and we just i just assumed that that would be in play for this time around um, we got a little shock. Not so this year. It everything is different. Um, so uh, we we were waiting for that. Uh, um, we were waiting for that lease renewal to come through because it usually comes in sometime um, in late April, early May. And uh, this year it was a little bit different. We got um, in in April, we got the lease renewal email from the management company. And we've got three options to deal with for the lease renewal. We got a one year, we got a two year lease, or we got a get out, <laughs> a termination. I'm being a little dramatic, but you know the point. If you don't renew, it's time to leave. And uh, then we would have to move out to a new place and start the plan. Um you know, we were both a little shocked by that. We were gearing up for a camping trip, um, and these emails started to roll in. And, uh, you know, I fired off a, a pretty straightforward email, um, not not too flowery, as Jules reminded me, but uh, pretty straightforward asking if we could go to a month-to-month le- uh, lease arrangement. We had had that option before, so could we have that again? Um, it was pretty straightforward, not a lot of flowery language to it, just a straight ask. And the management came back with a straight, no, <laughs> not really. Uh, we couldn't, we, they didn't want to go at least a month to month lease. Um, Jules decided to try a little softer approach with that. And I'm using my air quotes on softer approach. She uh, tugged on some heartstrings and kind of explained why we were trying to get that month to month lease and, and, um, you know, what the plan was. And, and if we could do that until September, what, why not? You know, why not ask that question? Uh, the response uh, was, again, no. It was. It is difficult, in their opinion, to rent houses like this one in September because of the market and people want to have their kids in school and, and usually houses go to families. So it would be much better if we kept to the lease and we're out in the end of January that, or July. That gives uh, 
folks time to get in, settle in, register the kids at school, all that kind of stuff. Makes sense. And we were apartment managers once. We we get it. Um, we still feel, you know, we, we've managed apartments. We felt that uh, that was being a little bit dramatic on their side. This is a this is a very desirable spot to be in, a very desirable school district to be in. Um, so we thought they were being a little dramatic there. Uh, Jules tried one more time. She asked if we could be here just till the end of August. That way we could get Ryan off to college and then we could move. I mean, it's really just one month asking for one month. And, um, uh, we waited. We sent that in. We waited. And uh, in the meantime, uh, we waited and then we went camping. We went uh, to William O'Brien Park in, uh, on the banks of the St. Croix River. It was a great weekend. It was, uh, it was wonderful. And, uh, you know, this email was just kind of hanging there over the weekend. And uh, we kind of took bets to see what the management company would say. Um, Jules initially thought they would agree to the month-to-month extension or the month extension. Uh, in her mind, she thought the management company would think that it was better to have a um, it was better to have a month's worth of rent and have a little more time to rent it, uh, try to lease it, than have nothing at all. I was actually more pessimistic, and I'm usually the more optimistic guy. But she, uh, but I was more pessimistic, and I thought uh, that whoever was doing the lease and the paperwork and all that kind of stuff and the leasing, they would just say, you know, the lease is the lease. You'd have to sign a new lease. You'd have to, you know, jump through hoops. And I thought that it was um, going to be easier for them to deny the extension request then do all the paperwork and the hassle of keep it, keeping us in here for another month. So I said, nope, they were going to say no. We kind of came up with the third corollary. Like on Monday, I came up with a third corollary that maybe they would say yes, but jack the rent so high that you almost said no. And this is kind of the Minnesota passive-aggressive approach to it. And um, that kind of came to mind on Monday, but um, things would prove out. So... Uh, we'll see which one of us won, right? So we had a great time camping and uh, we were exploring and kind of resetting and it was really great to get away. It was such a beautiful weekend. The weather was perfect. Uh, got cool at night, but you know the travel trailer that we borrowed was fantastic. Uh, just was really nice to get away and spend some time together. Um, wait for the boys and all the stuff happening back at home. So it was it was well worth the trip. It was great. And uh, we got to see some cool wildlife, got to explore some stuff in the woods and, and take some long hikes and, hikes, and it was great. And and I will have a separate post on that. I took a lot of pictures. They showed up on Instagram. So I, I'm working on that uh, as I record this, actually. So... Um, That'll be up as a separate post. So I really highly encourage anyone to go to that park, the William O'Brien State Park in Minnesota, uh, in Marine, Minnesota. It was really, really nice. So anyway, as I sat there under the stars on Saturday night by the fire and uh, just watched the flickering flames, listened to the coyotes off in the distance, um, it was almost like a wave of reality hit me. Uh, I've been kind of deluded here. I was... Uh, I started a lot of seedlings. <laughs> I started, you know, the soil challenge. I had uh, a ton of, uh, I have four or five different, no, I've got five varieties of tomatoes going right now. No, four different varieties of tomatoes going right now. And uh, 
two different varieties of peppers, but I've got two different soil types. I had the greens that I'd started in the core. I'd started some other things in core. Um, so I had a lot of seedlings going on and, um, you know, that, that, <laughs> that wave of reality hit me that, oh crap, we're moving in, in, in a little over two months and we got to pack up everything and move. And, um, I just was, I've been living in a little bit of denial. Uh, and it almost was like some panic, some, oh crap, panic set in, um, you know, I'd been planning to try to squeeze another season out of the garden or at least elements of the garden, you know, maybe set up something on the driveway, maybe have beds four and five that were elevated and I could do some stuff in there, maybe adjust those a little bit. Um, no, <laughs> I don't have time. I don't have time to do any of that stuff. Uh, it's It, it just wasn't an option. Um, there was no option there. So it was time to... Uh, it was time to pack up. It was time to wave the white flag and, uh, it's time to stop all that, stop that plan and get moving and take some bold steps to get ready for this. Cause it was going to be on top of us really quickly, really quickly. And there was a lot to do. We hadn't start started anything. So we had a great time camping. Uh, we dropped off the travel trailer at the storage place and, uh, and we got home and it was still gorgeous weather out. It was still fairly early in the day on that Sunday. And uh, that panic kind of subsided and, and it went into the uh, GSD mode, get stuff done mode. And uh, we got everything put in the house and put away. And and I focused my, all of my attention on the garden. I, I put everything on the garden. And uh, I just decided everything, and I mean everything, had to go. Uh, there wasn't going to be any hybrid ring gutter grow system. There wasn't going to be any wicking bed system. There wasn't going to be any vertical garden. There was not going to be any raised garden. There wasn't going to be a compost pile left. We were going to turn this backyard into like we'd never been there. Leave no, you know, the Boy Scouts had a motto uh, when I was assistant scoutmaster, and we would tell the boys all the time when we were cleaning up, leave no trace, leave no trace that you've been there. And basically, um, that was the goal. That was the mission. And uh, in fact, I'm, I'm actually leaving it better than when I found it. When I found, when we moved in here, that back area where I've got, the, where I had the garden, had, <laughs> uh, was the wild area. It was full of hostas and milkweed and grasses and junk, like uh, broken bottles and broken um, uh, terracotta pots and uh, dead tree and limbs and all kinds of junk were thrown back there. So I went through and I cleaned all that up before I even put the first bed in there. And um, I have moved some hostas, but those are moved under a lilac out of the direct sun and they're doing really well. Um, but it was, that's where I needed to focus. That was the first thing, um, that I needed to focus on to leave no trace. So, um, so I started taking it all apart. I took apart the trellises first. Uh, I then took, took apart the, the vertical gardens, uh, the two gutter systems that I had. Um, and then I focused on beds, uh, one, two, and three. I took all the wood off the the soil. Left the big. It's like a big soil block. Uh, so I had three big soil blocks. Took the wood, put it in a safe spot. Uh, I took beds three and four, and I pretty much uh, 
you know, dumped out all the soil on those and uh, took those two uh, beds, vertical beds, out of there. Once I had all the wood off, once I had taken all that and gotten it out of there, all the trellis, all the fencing, everything was gone. I had three soil blocks. I had a big pile of dirt from beds three and four. And then I also had the compost pile. So the next thing I did was I grabbed the compost bin, which was made out of an old pallet. I took the sledgehammer to it and broke it all down into pieces of wood and uh, just piled that in the wheelbarrow. Uh, and I was going to dispose of that later, which I've been working on. I've been uh, <clears throat> having some nice little uh, bonfires and getting rid of that wood. It burns really nice now that it's all dried out. So um, I had three big soil blocks and two big piles of dirt. And basically what I did is I spread out all that nice, awesome compost. I piled some around the uh, rhubarb, which just took off like crazy. The rhubarb has been great, by the way. Um, still one of one of the most popular uh, posts I've had on the Small Scale Life Facebook page is, is all about rhubarb. I got a lot of good response out of that. But um, – Spread out all that soil, all that rich compost, all that rich soil, spread it out. And uh, <laughs> Jules went to the uh, the store and got grass seed. Grass seed. I know, right? All that nice compost, all that great, great uh, leafy matter that had been decomposing and all those wonderful worms that were all over those beds and in the compost. And I just spread it all out and turned all my gardening efforts into grass. Not the good grass like they have out in Colorado or Oregon or California. So I've heard anyway, but lawn, I've turned it all into lawn. There will be no veggies here. We are not growing food. We are growing lawn. Let that sink in for a moment. I know. I was I've been in mourning for like I think I've been in mourning for like a couple weeks, you know, just kind of like, huh. I had such great plans for gardening this year, but now not so much. <laughs> Seriously, I've been in mourning. I it just occurred to me today as I was dumping out water from the seedlings and I'm going, boy, I wish I could plant you in the backyard, but no, we're not going to do that. And I was pouring out all this water. We've been having huge rainstorms and I've just been like, all my greens died and the other stuff was getting drowned in monsoon. And I'm just going, <laughs> yeah. So Yeah. We're not gardening here this year. We're not going to be here this year. So, um, so yeah, the gardens have been turned into grass. And, um, you know, it was really funny. It's just time to move on. And we did hear back from the management company on that Tuesday. So this was all Sunday when everything got planted and all the beds are gone and everything smoothed out. And then all the seeds spread around and I patched some other spots in the lawn that needed it really bad. And we heard back from the management company on April 25th. That's a Tuesday. No deal. No dice. We were not going to get that extension. And we had to move out. We have to move out on by July 15th, 2017. We are gone from this place. Small scale life at this place is over. We're done. And then it's time to pop the pill on the first stage of the ultimate plan. So... We are essentially, uh, we are going to go and we're going to live with Julie's dad for, well, five months or so. 
and just kind of hunker down there and uh, and get some cash together there. And he's got two small square uh, small square. Sorry, he's got two square foot garden beds there that I'm gonna do my gardening and uh, and that's it. So it's gonna be so different this year. Uh, it's just it, it it just is really different for me. So um, so that's the plan. Game on. We are in the middle of this. We are moving forward, and um, we we knew this was coming. We knew this was gonna happen. We thought we had some more time at this location, but we do not. And, uh, and I feel bad. My, uh, my neighbors here that we've known that I've known, Julie and I've known since high school, um, which is kind of funny how that worked out. But, um, they had asked me to, um, to garden, uh, to, to garden their, uh, beds, uh, work their beds this year. Cause they just didn't have time. And, uh, I was going to do that, but just given that we're moving out of here, that, that didn't happen either. So, yeah, we're moving on. Moving on. Game on. So you can imagine, since that day, since that Sunday, uh, we have been we have been focused. We have been very gazelle intense. The the blog posts and everything have gone down accordingly. For two weeks, I was kind of radio silent on small scale life, and um, we were focused on the garden, some other yard stuff that needed to get done. Um, also, we started going through room by room, closet by closet, pile by pile, and little bunch of junk by little bunch of junk, and even got into the basement. Julie went hard in the basement with her business stuff, and we have been eliminating uh, stuff. We've been getting rid of stuff, whether we are uh, donating it, uh, we put some stuff out on eBay, um, and then we've also uh, thrown some stuff away, some stuff we just that nobody could really use. It was just garbage. Um, and we went by three criteria. Uh, we've been really listening to the minimalists. We're going to go see them here this Sunday, which will be a lot of fun. Um, but our three criteria for this, what I call our own version of minimalism, functional minimalism, is uh, we are we're going to get eliminate what we don't use. We're going to eliminate what we don't need and we are eliminating what doesn't bring us joy. So that's really the big three. Um, the minimalists also have a criteria when they were starting to go through stuff, the $20 rule. So if they can't replace it for $20, um, you know, if it's more expensive than that, then they'll think a little bit harder about it. But, uh, if it's less than that and it doesn't, doesn't bring them joy and they don't need it. They're getting rid of it. So, so again, our three criteria are what we're not using, what we don't need, and what doesn't bring us joy. Those are our three criteria, and we're getting rid of stuff. We've been getting rid of a ton of stuff. And, um, you know, we're going to talk more about this as we kind of walk through it here and, uh, and gear up. So, so the other edge of that sword, this minimalism push, is whatever we keep at this point, whatever we have in our house and we're keeping, we are going to need to store. So we're going to have to pay for it. We've already paid for it, but we're going to have to pay for it to store it until we amass capital to move to the next level, to go to um, <clears throat> our permanent Twin Cities place. And we'll talk more about that in the future. We are essentially 
going to do what Jay and Jay Dolan and I talked about in a couple podcasts. We're essentially going to go condo to compound. We're going to have a, a toll hold here in the Twin Cities, and we are moving out to the country as well. So we're going to have uh, more information about that as things progress. But right now we're focusing on getting through the junk, getting through the books, getting through the piles of junk, getting through some hobby stuff that doesn't get used, getting through the Julius Bloom's containers that were purchased and never rented or rented a few times and not coming with us. So we have really been focused on getting rid of stuff. Um, So much stuff. It's just really been amazing (laughs) how much we've gotten rid of. Um, So we've made some really good progress. We've made some great progress and we've pretty, we've been pretty gazelle intense as Dave Ramsey likes to say, gazelle intense. Um, and we've really been clearing up and clearing out. I mean, if I showed you pictures of my closet, um, it would be pretty amazing. I'll show you the picture of the pile that I got rid of instead. And, uh, even the boys, they got at it, uh, yesterday, they were both at it, um, getting rid of junk, getting rid of stuff and, uh, cleaning up. They really needed to do that, especially, uh, Mr. 18 year old who has usually has clothes all over the floor. So our house, um, the management company actually showed our house uh, a couple times today, and uh, that's going to continue until somebody signs on the line that is dotted for the lease. So we're going to have to be, you know, keep on moving forward, keep on packing up, keep on getting rid of stuff, even though they are going to be showing this place. It's just, as I told the boys, we don't own it, and we do, certainly don't own it now. I mean, everything here... Um, they're going to give us 24 hours notice and it has to be showroom ready. That's just the way it is. And that's the same way when you're listing your house is you have to be ready to move out of there and, uh, you know, have a realtor show up and show your place. It's got to be in good shape. It's got to look good. It can't be all junky and it certainly can't smell like um, a locker room. So, you know. We're trying to air out these boys' rooms and uh, get them smelling better. We can't. We you know, nobody's going to lease a, a yucky locker room. That's just not the way it's going to go. Um. Yeah. So, you know, with the gardening, um, the garden has always been a source of joy for me, and uh, it's a place where I could go in. Um. This is going to sound weird. Be with my friends, my plants, you know, stuff that I started from seed and uh, I could take care of those, water them, you know, um, make sure that they're growing, um, harvest the fruit and the the vegetables. And, uh, you know, it was just a great stress reliever for me for over the years. And I, you know, ever since we started doing that and uh, started gardening in 2008 and, uh you know, it's it's going to be a little adjustment not to have that going on uh, here for a bit, but I do need to um, to get up to Julie's dad's, and I do need to plant a bunch of stuff. Uh, these seedlings have got to go. So, uh, as far as the garden is concerned, uh, the 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 wood that uh, that made up the small scale uh, life gardens, small scale gardens. Um, that's all going to my mom's place way up north if she wants it. Um, there's a lot of material there, you know, two by twelves and all kinds of wood there. Um, and I've been uh, noodling on where this is going to go and how it's going to go in. 
It's really my first uh, build project uh, since starting it here. So, um, you know, a couple things about that. I'm just looking at some of the wood, and it's amazing the impact that um, wet soil and water does to wood. I mean, it's just, it rots it out. And uh, it's only a matter of time before your wood rots away. And uh, I know Curtis Stone and uh, Jean-Martin Fortier and some of the other market gardeners have different methods to doing this. Like, uh, you know, they'll make up mounds of soil in rows. Um, some don't. Uh, I don't think Drew Sample or Scott Hebert do. Uh, Curtis Stone does not. Um, but, you know, we'll have to see if my mom wants this wood or not. You know, I don't know. Some of it's in pretty bad shape and, and in very relatively short time. So we'll figure out what, what to do with that. But uh, otherwise, everything's going up north. Everything is going to be repurposed. Um, the vertical gardens, I think, are going to go into place, see if she wants them. Um, beautiful thing about those is there's no bending. Bad thing is, uh, they do need lots of water. So that's going to happen. Probably on Memorial Day, I will, uh, cart everything up there. And as for setup, I don't know if that's going to happen then or not. I'm going to be under some pretty tight time frames. Um, so that's where we're at. That's what's going on behind the scenes. That's what you all have, um, not been had a ringside um, seat for. Uh, it's just been kind of quiet from us here at Small Scale Life. But uh, Jules and I, we've got some good plans. We've got some good ideas coming up. Like I said, we got the Minimalists coming to town uh, on Sunday. We're going to go watch those guys. We've been really enjoying their podcasts and, and their documentary. Um, so this will be great to see if we can get to meet those guys and uh, talk about that um, next week. Um, also got some good interviews coming up. Um, I think the next one is going to be really, really interesting. And, uh, you know, just talking to, uh, the gentleman here all this week as we've been kind of hit or miss more miss, unfortunately due to his stuff and then my stuff and then just life. Um, it'll be really, uh, interesting. And, uh, we're going to talk a lot about, a lot about some, uh, about some deep stuff. So it'll be, uh, it'll be, uh, interesting, a little different podcast. Um, you know, it's, uh, it is interesting too, that I was looking at the, di uh, the analytics today, um, here at small scale life at the podcast, we're on the eve of hitting 9,000 downloads. So that's pretty cool. Um, I'd like to say thank you to everybody. Uh, this is great for listening and following and sharing, uh, the podcast. Uh, we wouldn't be here without you because, you know, when you're talking to nothing but the void and nobody's listening, that gets really frustrating. And uh, we wouldn't be here without you guys. And, uh, you know, if you have suggestions for guests, let us know. Uh, we're always interested in talking to new people, meeting new people and adding them to our tribe. You know, and stay tuned to the podcast and the blog. We've got some really good stuff coming up. This is going to be an adventure. This next six months is going to be a heck of an adventure. No, actually, next next year, it's going to be a heck of an adventure. And then once we're into phase two, phase two, so moving out of here and into the to Dan's place, that's phase one. And then moving from that place to the next destination is phase two. Once we're into phase three, that's going to get really fun. So, um, so stay tuned. We got a lot coming coming up.
Um, and then we will be having some garden stuff coming. Uh, it's just going to be a little different than what we're used to. Um, I've got to spiff up those beds and get them ready to go. Uh, and the podcast, of course, not all of it's going to be gardening. We've got some other stuff. Uh, talking to my buddy Jay, he wants to come back on. Going to have some other good interviews and guests coming up. But again, if you have suggestions, let us know. You can always um, email me at realsmallscalelife at gmail.com. Again, realsmallscalelife at gmail.com. Or put something here, uh, make comments on the blog, or uh, hit me up on um, on Facebook. So there you go. That's what's been going on here at Small Scale Life. <laughs> it seems to be small scale, really busy life, but uh, that's that's the way she goes. So um, we'll probably have some more uh, maybe quick hit podcasts here too as we roll through the next phase. I'm not sure if I'll have tons of time to be doing long um, monologues and all that kind of stuff. Uh, just maybe some quick storytelling or um, quick stuff here and there, but uh, it's going to be pretty busy here from here on into August. And then life will slow down a little bit. So um, thank you again for staying uh, staying tuned. We'll be, uh, when we hit 10,000 downloads, I'll be doing a special podcast about that. And, uh, and there we go. So this has been Tom from Small Scale Life. Thank you again for listening. Remember to, uh, remember to follow and share and let others know about this podcast. We continue to grow. And, uh, and you and me, remember, we're always here to learn, do, and grow. And we'll catch you next time. Thanks for tuning in to Small Scale Life.